Well, today we continue our focus on the spiritual discipline, unplugging, and last week you were asked to complete a technology assessment. I will not ask you to raise your hands, those of you who completed it. I do hope that after completing it, you did determine that you would have the desire to make some changes, and that that desire will be manifested in actual change. Today, our focus is on unplugging to allow for reconnection with God. And for the purpose of this sermon, the term reconnection is the term that I am using for prayer. Each day, you and I make the choice if we will reconnect with God through prayer or not. Let us now pray. (laughs) Loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart, the thoughts of your people, bless you today. Amen. One verse, Pastor, one verse, yes, one verse from the gospel according to Luke. It's in this one verse that we see one of Jesus' disciples making a very basic and simple request of Jesus. Teach us to pray as John teaches his disciples. This simple request results in the prayer that we refer to as the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that we have committed to praying each and every day at 12 noon. This prayer in Luke focuses on who God is and what our needs are. It is a God-centered prayer, not a human being-centered prayer. It begins with honoring God. It tells us that God's name is to be hallowed. God's kingdom is to come. And we want God's will to be done. That's easier said than done, isn't it? To pray and to ask God that God may your will be done. This Lord's Prayer also includes a request for human needs to be met both here and now and also in the end times. The fact that Jesus' disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray It lets us know that prayer was an important part of Jesus' life, that his disciples saw him taking the time to pray. It was a priority. There are 25 references to Jesus himself praying in the New Testament. One commentator said that when you think about prayer, prayer is theology. What one prays for simultaneously shapes and expresses one's theology or understanding of the nature of God. The Lord's Prayer is an expression of faith. When we pray, we say, Lord, I am coming to you knowing who you are, knowing what your nature is, and knowing that you care for me. The Lord's Prayer makes the assumption, which is true, that human beings are not self-sufficient. Yes, the spiritual discipline unplugging helps us to reconnect with God 
at a level that acknowledges our true dependency on God. Hmm. See, in the world, you're called to be independent. Parents celebrate when their children get their first job. (laughs) Parents celebrate when their children move out of the house and they are now able to live on their own. They are independent. But within God's kingdom, we are called to remember that we are to be dependent on God. We're to look to God for everything. Unplugging, reconnecting with God is an opportunity for us to look beyond what our expectations are and what God has done for us and to further understand the heart of God. Through prayer, we are reminded of God's faithfulness and the fact that God can be trusted. Repeat after me through prayer. I am reminded of God's faithfulness and that God can be trusted. I will tell you, beloved, these two points are critical. They're necessary to remember, especially when we find ourselves in the midst of unanswered prayer. I won't ask you to raise your hands. I won't ask you to to confess before your brothers and sisters the times that you've gone before God with your petition. And God did not answer your prayer according to the way you wanted God to answer your prayers. I I won't ask you, what effect did that have on your relationship with God? We are a congregation that believes in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. We have individuals who make themselves available every Sunday morning to pray with those who desire prayer. You just have to look for the yellow badge. We believe in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. We believe that God hears our prayers. And yes, we acknowledge that there are some prayers that we pray. They go unanswered. They are not answered the way we would want them to be answer. We, we don't talk about that a lot in the church, or do we? We may know it, but we have not expressed it. Yet, the intimacy of our relationship with Jesus Christ does not mean that we are exempt from experiencing unanswered prayers, nor does it mean that God is required to answer our prayers according to our wills or our ways. How do you handle unanswered prayers? I'll tell you how I've answered it, how I've responded to unanswered prayers in the past. I'm ashamed to say it to you, but confession is good for the soul. When God did not answer pastor's prayer, the way pastor thought, God was going to answer that prayer. I discovered 
that I began to step back from my relationship with God. Oh, I showed up every Sunday. <laughs> I sang the songs of Zion. I spoke Christian ease to my friends, but my heart had taken a back step. The relationship with God had been impacted by me. God never moved. I'm the one who moved. How do you address or handle unanswered prayers? Hmm. The author, pastor, founder of 24-7 Prayer, which is an international, interdenominational movement of prayer, mission, and justice, which has been praying night and day for more than 20 years. Peter Gregg, in his book, God on Mute, Engaging the Silence of Unanswered Prayer, invites us through that book to journey with him and his wife, Sammy, as she faced life-threatening challenges and as they experienced unanswered prayer. In his book, he, he uses the passion of Jesus Christ to, better, to help us to better understand how we can handle unanswered prayer. Through prayer, we are able to regard, to regard God's faithfulness and God's provision for us. So it's important, if you're going to handle unanswered prayer, take the time to remember God's faithfulness to you in the past. Remember how God made provisions for you in the past. And let me just say to you, for those of you who may be struggling right now with God because of God's silence or because God has not reacted or responded the way that you thought God would, please know that that struggling is an act of faith. So thank you for being honest enough with yourself and with God to say, I'm having a hard time with you, God. I'm having a hard time with what's going on in my life today. Peter Gregg identifies several tools that I want to pass on to you. Again, I would recommend the book, and who knows, maybe during the Lenten season of 2022, we may identify this book as a church-wide study. We'll see. First of all, he says, whenever you find yourself facing or experiencing unanswered prayer, God has not responded to you the way you thought God would, Find God in that situation. Not the way that you believe God will show up, but, but find him in the situation. I was talking to someone just the other day, and, and they're going through a struggle, and, 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 and the comment was, I don't know where God is. And I, I, I had to gently say to them, God, God is with you. So ask God to reveal God's self to you. 
if you're working through, struggling with unanswered prayers, if you're struggling with a situation and God is not responding to your prayers the way you think God should, ask God to reveal God's self to you. Secondly, remember, and for me, this was profound. Remember that God's silence is not synonymous with God's absence. You see, God has promised in God's word that God will never leave us nor forsaken us. So if I'm experiencing unanswered prayer, I am not to believe that God has disappeared on me. No. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, we read, God will never leave you or forsake you. And then the psalmist reminds us in, in Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley, through the darkest valley, through the valley where I don't know what the end is going to be, I, I don't know what's going to happen next, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh, beloved, never confuse feelings with facts. You may feel like God has disappeared, but the fact is that God's word promises that God will always be with us. And then Peter Gregg mentions, reflect on God's promises. How do we do that? Take the time to memorize the scriptures. Somebody may say, oh, pastor, you don't understand. I just can't memorize anything anymore. I'm just so old. Hmm. Take the time to reflect on God's promises. So if that means that every day you take out your, your notebook and you write down a scripture that speaks to you, a promise of God, you write it every day, then do that. Keep it nearby. Read it all of the time. And during your moments of crisis, during your moments of questioning God, during your moments of having doubts, during your moments of unbelief, pull out that notebook and read the promises of God. And then finally, remember, that you are not alone when you struggle with unanswered prayer. You see, Jesus Christ himself experienced what Peter Craig describes as God on mute in the Garden of Gethsemane. When Jesus Christ was facing his darkest hour, he prayed, asking God to deliver him from death. God was silent. Jesus prayed again. God was silent. Jesus Christ's final prayer was one of trust and commitment to God's will for Jesus Christ's life. And what was God's will for his life? Jesus Christ was crucified, 
Jesus Christ died. But the good news for us is that the story does not end with the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. No, on the third day, God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And Jesus Christ now sits at the right hand of God Almighty with all power and authority. Yes, what is the answer when we experience unanswered prayer? Again, author Pete Gregg reminds us to remember God is a faithful God and God can be trusted. So Pastor Michelle, as you look back over your life and as you look back during that time when your prayer was not answered and you walked away spiritually, you showed up physically every Sunday, you showed up for Bible study midweek, but you'd walked away. As you look back over that time, what what can you share with us today? I'm, I'm glad you asked. What I can share with you today is this. In God's wisdom, knew that the answer that I was looking for was not the best answer for me, nor for the situation. And and because of of that experience, this is what I've learned. God is faithful. And God can be trusted, especially when we don't receive the answers that we're looking for. Let us pray. Many things about tomorrow, O Lord, we don't seem to understand, but we do know who holds tomorrow, and we know that you hold our hand. We thank you for the songwriter who penned those words. For today, They are a reality for people in this sacred space. Thank you for holding our hands. Thank you for walking with us. And yes, even at times carrying us. Although you may be silent, remind us that you are always with us and you desire only the best for us. And so, when we cannot trace your hand, when we don't understand what you're doing, remind us that we can always trust your heart. And finally, give us the courage to pray daily. No matter what happens in our lives, help us to trust you no matter what. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen.